Nuggets. The July 27th, 2018 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kespar. And as always, Uh our own personal left-wing dupe, Mahler, the fake news dog. (laughs) Good boy. Tell him, Mahler. Uh, Go get him, boy. Coming up Mm -hmm. this hour, origami drones. Security clearances, Uh the fixer. Toad licking and more. But first, is there life on Mars, Mike? Yes. Good. Okay. Now we've got that cleared up. Moving on. Using a satellite to peer beneath layers of ice at the red planet's south pole, scientists saw a 12-mile-wide lake of briny water, like the lakes buried under the Antarctic ice sheet. Really? Okay. This is new. Water there. This means we found a large, very cold, very salty reservoir where life on Mars might have once existed. Oh. Or even exist today. Maybe. That's intriguing. What? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Probably not. (laughs) So there's no sign of any uh, Martian microbes swimming around. And the water is estimated to be a minus 90 degrees Fahrenheit. That's cold. That's pretty cold. But you say, why isn't it ice? Because of the salt. Because it's briny. Briny. Because it won't won't make salt down there. So what are you going to do? But it seems, from a non-scientific perspective, that the building blocks of life are on Mars. The building blocks of life. Building blocks of life. You know, before we go any further, Uh-oh. it is goddamn hot in this it studio. It really is. We got no air conditioning None. here. We got a lot of electricity heating up this tiny room. It's sweltering. The lamps are blazing. It's sweltering. Computers are burning. Yes. And the world is on fire. Yes. A global climate change heat wave is setting records, igniting wildfires and killing people. Oh, you heard of those things? I have. I've heard of them. In Sweden, part of the Arctic Circle is on fire. High temperatures and a prolonged drought have caused 49 fires across the country, with temperatures reaching 90 degrees. An Algerian city broke the record for the highest temperature ever in Africa when it hit 124.3 degrees. And a city in Oman recorded the highest low temperature ever recorded on Earth, 108.7 degrees. That's the low. That was the low. Tonight's low, 108 degrees. So get out there. Quebec. Quebec. More than 90 people died, were killed by extreme heat in early July. The death toll from uncontrollable wildfires raging around the Greek capital, Athens, rose to 76. 41 heat records were broken in the U.S. We got a wildfire up at Idlewild right now. Mm -hmm. We got another one burning through Yosemite. Meanwhile, a new study predicts climate change and warming temperatures will cause suicide rates to rise. Yeah, I saw that. That is, uh, yeah, depressed. People are going to be depressed. I'll say. And there is something about being in stifling heat over a sustained period of time. It becomes oppressive. It becomes hard to think. Road rage. Road rage. Charles Manson. Yeah, there you go. 
Richard Ramirez. Yeah. All, all during the summer, all during the hot part of the yeah. summer. Meanwhile, tick-borne infections in the U.S. have risen significantly in the last decade because of climate change. Bacteria cause most tick-borne diseases in the U.S. Yeah. You got higher temperatures, and that's contributed to a mass immigration of ticks. So they're spreading around. Wow. Ticks. Uh-oh. Yeah, that is Uh-oh. that is bad news for Mueller. He, he's well aware of ticks. In Mexico, journalist and media owner Ruben Pot was shot six times graveyard dead. Another journalist gone in Mexico. Pot was enrolled in a journalist protection program. A lot of good that did him. I'm wondering if that contributed to the fact that he was targeted. He's the seventh journalist killed in Mexico this year. Reporters Without Borders called on Mexican president-elect. He isn't in office yet but he will be soon, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, to prioritize the protection of journalists. I'm really guardedly optimistic about Obrador taking over as president of Mexico, an avowed socialist, which that sounds good to my ears, uh, to bring some kind of... Democratic socialist. Democratic yeah. socialist. I'm, I don't know if it's fair to say a Bernie Sanders of Mexico, but yeah. and he seems to be enlightened about drug policy and yeah. trying to get decriminalized. That's the dark money is out of that trade. Hopefully, Hope so. hopefully, hopefully. After the Trump administration cut three hundred million dollars in UN funding, the UN agency assisting Palestinian refugees said it's laying off two hundred and fifty workers. The announcement set off protests by trade unionists who said that as many as 1,000 people could lose their jobs. In one incident, bystander <laughs> intervened to stop a fired agency employee from setting himself ablaze yeah. after he doused himself in gasoline. Yeah. Meanwhile, in, uh, in Pakistan, former cricket star Imran Khan was elected the prime minister there. Yeah. Opposition groups, including the party, of former Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif are rejecting the results, alleging vote rigging and saying Pakistan's military unfairly sided with Khan. So it is going to be a more militarized government, or at least there'll be more military involved. Uh, and Khan is anti-U.S. Is he? Yeah, he doesn't like our policy there. Let's put it that way. Okay. The vote took place with heavy security after a string of attacks on voters, including a bombing that killed 31 people and an attack on a polling station that killed four others. Oh, my God. And they have nuclear weapons. <laughs> you know, why don't we just stop the news right now? <laughs> why don't we take a break? Maybe Let's if we take don't... a summer hiatus on, yeah. on the news. It's too hot to talk about it the news really, now. It really is, yes. I'm Get agitated. I am agitated. I'm depressed. I'm beginning to feel suicidal. Not to mention, news from bombing countries is brought to you by the military-industrial complex. Where killing is not just an idea, it's a way of life. In Syria, a series of gun attacks and suicide bomb blasts claimed by ISIS killed at least 216 people. (laughs) Meanwhile, Israel shot down a Syrian jet it claimed had entered Israeli airspace. We're the military hardware outlet of the world. Oh, yeah. We are the Home Depot of arms sales in the world by a long ways. The last time I looked at this, the statistics were we sell more arms around the world than the rest of the world combined. And in the Gaza Strip, a tentative ceasefire collapsed as Israeli airstrikes and tank fire killed three Palestinians The attacks came after a Palestinian sniper injured an Israeli soldier. 
It's a little bit of tit for tat over there. It's it's a deadly tit for tat. Saudi Arabia temporarily suspended oil shipments through the Bab el Mandeb Strait, separating the Red Sea from the Indian Ocean, after Houthi rebels in Yemen launched attacks on a pair of oil tankers. Ouch. And the state-owned Saudi Aramco oil company said no one was injured and no oil was spilled, but the halt in shipments caused oil prices to increase worldwide. I think they just use this as an excuse. Yeah, they do. This comes as Yemen is likely to see a spike in cholera cases in the hot summertime climate change condition. Right. Yeah. At least 3,000 new cholera cases were reported in the first week of July alone. Right. 3,000 in one week. Yeah. New cholera cases. And it's a mess over there because of us. Yes. Because of the U.S.-backed, Saudi-led coalition bombing campaign that's crumbled. Yemen's infrastructure right. and help push millions of Yemenis to the brink of famine. This is a story that gets virtually no coverage anywhere except weekly I I, signals. I say that thing every week, that same yeah. cholera epidemic. Yeah. People are dying by the millions. We're backing it. This, this yeah. isn't just Trump. No. This goes back to Bush, if not before. Right. It's our whole foreign policy structure. I was looking at some left-wing website, oh and they made the claim that MSNBC, who I think a lot of people assume to be kind of the left end of the news cycle. It's, it's, it's square in the middle. It is. There are more, way more Republican commentators on MSNBC than there are anything else. Yeah. But they have not mentioned Yemen in a year on the air. In Somalia, militants with the group Al-Shabaab killed 27 soldiers when they attacked a military base. The Somali military retook control of the base in a battle that killed 87 militants. In Afghanistan, at least 23 people were killed after a suicide bomber struck near Kabul's main airport. The attack ripped through a crowd of supporters of Afghan Vice President Rashid Dostum, an ethnic Uzbek politician who had just returned to Kabul after more than a year of self-imposed exile. Mm -hmm. Dostum was unharmed. He left Afghanistan last year after the country's attorney general ordered the arrest of his bodyguards for allegedly torturing and sexually assaulting a rival politician. Dostum was also involved in a massacre in 2001 that killed up to 2,000 Taliban prisoners of war. He sounds like George W. Bush. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah where have you been, Mar? Well, Mueller, this news kind of depresses well, him. Well, it is he depressing. Was hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Elsewhere in Afghanistan, gunmen stormed a mosque in eastern Nagahar province, opening fire and killing four worshippers during evening prayers. Satellite images show North Korea has begun dismantling a missile engine test site, apparently fulfilling one of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's promises to Trump. It's unclear how much the site's facilities were still being used. Right. I, I'm, it's pretty clear to me. <laughs> they were rarely used. Right. And North Korea is returning <laughs> the remains of U.S. soldiers who died 65 years ago. In the Korean War. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't get it with remains. Can someone explain remains to no, me? No, no, I don't. I got some of my friends' remains sitting on a shelf in my office, and I barely even look at them. And it scares people. I go in there and, I, and they say, what's that? And I say, oh, it's Michael's ashes. They go, oh, cool. Yeah. Well, you know, we, got, we probably have dead people all around us. Well, that's true. I'm sure people are buried in places we have no idea that they yeah. were buried 100 what's years ago or whatever. They're remains.
Yeah. I don't care if I'm a John Doe, to tell you the truth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why the uh, the honor and the sacredness after you die? Isn't it supposed to be about life? Right. I'll be back. I know that that's well, something that I that haunts your dreams, but yeah, no, so, no, no, not really. No. no. Okay. I'll see you in hell, buddy. <laughs> Or I'll dance on your grave. What do we say then? Yeah. Well, yeah there's what do you right. say? You're dead. <laughs> After Iranian President Hassan Rouhani warned that war with Iran is the mother of all wars, yeah. our very rational leader, <laughs> Donald Drama Queen Trump, yes, he tweet raged the entire country of Iran yes. in all caps. He did. That's I love the all did. caps thing. Yeah, I know. He does. It's just, it's, it's such we have a very nice. rational leadership in the country. <laughs> Either that or just, like I say, drama queens. Yeah. Never, ever threaten the United States again, or you will suffer consequences the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious. Be very cautious. Yeah, you know, this is where we're at. If Bill Clinton, yeah. George the First, George the Second, Obama had ever said, written, inferred anything In all close caps. to this, all caps and social media, yeah. there would be a special joint session of Congress yeah. that would be called together to assess uh, the mental acuity and the emotional stability of that president. Yeah. No this kidding. happens every day. Yeah, I'm out with... This happens every effing day now. Yeah, what's, what's your hashtag? I like your hashtag. Uh, they all know it. Yeah, they all know it. The man is unstable. If this news overwhelms you, may I recommend a donation to KUCI-FM to ease your spirits? Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation is how we stay on air. KUCI.org. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at facebook.com slash KUCI 88.9. On our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com. On Twitter at KUCIFM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University. KUCI 88.9. <laughs> Thrones in the news is brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you, Shannon. Oh, hi, Shannon. In England, if you're under 18, you could be banned from owning drones weighing more than 250 grams. That's a half pound. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Half pound drone. A minor can't have a, a uh, minor. Half pound. Okay. Maybe. Okay. We're <laughs> trying to decide whether this is a good law. Under a new proposal from the Department of Transport, minors would only be allowed to fly heavier drones if they're owned and registered by an adult. Hey, mister, you buy a drone for me? Hey. <laughs> it is the latest in a series of proposals designed to crack down on snooping and near collisions with manned aircraft. How do you stop? them from going to Amazon or anywhere other than walking into a hobby shop or a drone shop? How would you Well, start? I think with registration. Okay. Yeah, they're just trying to let people know that it's not a good idea, right. I think. Sometimes See, laws yeah. are there for intent more right. than anything else. Not a good idea 
to give a hormonal 14 or 15 year old boy yeah. a drone in a neighborhood where they think they can snoop on all the neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably not a good idea. SpaceX. Yeah. Elon Musk. Yes. You know that stuff. The bipolar Elon Musk. <laughs> I'll say. SpaceX launched and then landed another Falcon 9 rocket booster. The rocket was launched from California's Vandenberg Air Force Base. That's a nice place. That is a nice place. If it wasn't an Air Force Base. It's a beautiful plateau out there. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been on the train up the coast? No. That's the thing to do. That's where you really see it the best. Okay. It's hard to get to that location. You kind of go through the base that way. Okay. I'm curious, is that train ride? I've never done it at all. It's uh, pretty scenic all the way up to where it's, San Francisco is. You get some unusual area. places. Yeah, okay. Oftentimes, especially going through a Los Angeles, you know, you're in between buildings and in uh, major traffic. Okay. You know, they're <laughs> waiting for you. Uh, but once you get up above, say, uh, Ventura, okay, it starts getting real nice. And you go up to San Francisco, there's a nice swamp area. Los Gatos? I, I've been through there. I know. Monterey I area, Monterey, okay, England, okay. as you're turning inland there. Yeah, yeah. And at least when I went up, it was like the scene in Spirited Away. <laughs> All you see, it's like a train floating yeah. on water. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. So this Vandenberg Air Force Base, where they fired the, the rocket from, that belonged to Elon Musk, mm-hmm. the rocket carried a bunch of communication satellites, and they, they launched them into orbit. Mm-hmm. And then the first stage of the booster landed on a drone ship in the Pacific Ocean. You knew I'd get the drones, Baller. Yeah, Baller. Long way to go. We got there. SpaceX broadcast the whole event live, too. Wow. So they took a chance. There was rough seas when it was going on. Something to being bipolar. Tip of the hat to a very ambitious entrepreneur baron that he's doing a lot of things that are going to eventually lead to something that's very practical for all of us. Tone that ego down a bit, though. And stop contributing to Republican pigs. Please, Elon, I want to like you. I do. But please don't do that anymore. Japanese researchers applying what they observed about insect wings developed a hybrid origami drone that can be stiff or flexible, Uh depending on the circumstances. (laughs) When airborne, the structure is stiff, enough to carry its own weight and withstand the thrust of its propellers. But if the drone bangs into something, it becomes flexible in order to absorb the shock and minimize any damage. Let's just take a moment to salute engineers. Oh, yeah. Shall we? Because this is the stuff that they think about all day long and they make happen. Whether it's good, whether it's a missile system or it's something, a medical device, these people are very gifted at what they do. There was a fine article that Heather McCoy sent to me on the militarization of sports. And I'm thinking to myself all the time when I'm at ball games, instead of having these jets flying over and honoring yeah. People that went to Iran. Right. Why don't we have a, like a engineer day right. at Dodger Stadium? Right. Why don't we honor people who do something constructive? Oh, yeah, well, okay, Mahler. There we well, go. Way to, way to perk things up, Mahler. Thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Here at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. According to inside sources, Michael the Fixer Cohen. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Mahler. <laughs> Trump's former personal attorney claims that then-candidate Trump knew in advance about the June 2016 meeting in Trump Tower where Russians were expected to offer his campaign the goods on Hillary. Cohen is saying that Trump knew about all that stuff he going down. He knew before down. it happened. Yeah. Remember, this is Trump and all those folks, Trump Jr. and their lawyers and administration officials said Trump knew nothing about this. Right. Cohen says he'll make the assertion 
to special counsel right. Robert Mueller, the sources say. Yeah. Now, sometimes I think, is this a setup? Right. Are there people telling CNN this information so that CNN makes it news so Cohen won't do it so Trump can say fake news? No. There, there's a lot going on here. And the other people, some of the other people in that meeting were obviously Donald Jr., yeah. Manafort, Jared Kushner, Bannon, and a slew of Russians, right? Yeah. And this idea that expected to turn over, they did turn over. Take out the qualifiers here. They got what they wanted out of that meeting. This is just a lie that they didn't get anything out of this. This was part of an ongoing collusion effort, and this is what happened. The speculation is that this hurts Cohen because it now takes a card away from him to negotiate with Mueller over. That it he, being he might out have that, already well, spent his cards, too. Yeah. So while I'm not pining for Michael Cohen to get off without any punishment here, I want him to be the tip of the spear. I want him to be that lance that hits Trump in the heart. Alan Vesselberg was mentioned on the tape that we've all heard by now, right, yeah. of discussing the payments to Karen McDougal, this, that, and the other thing, and his name came up. This is the guy. Because he's not only was he, he's been the Trump accountant, he was his dad's accountant. He's been with the organization for like 30 or 40 years. He knows everything. He knows about Trump's finances. He knows everything. And if they can get this guy to flip, it's all over for Donald Trump. Alan Vesselberg is the man who will determine Donald Trump's future. Maybe. Maybe. Meanwhile, Mueller or Mueller, mm -hmm. is now looking into Trump's tweets as part of his investigation. Yeah, yeah. He's opened up that can of worms. Right. CNN published an audio tape of Trump and Cohen talking about how they would suppress the story of Karen McDougal, yeah. the Playboy model who had a year-long whatever with yeah. Trump back in 2006. <laughs> the audio seems to provide evidence Trump knew about the plan to buy the exclusive rights to McDougal's story at the time. And talked about cash. Trump's planned meeting with Putin this fall was delayed until next year. Trump's national security advisor, John I am the Walrus Bolton, <laughs> said they would wait until Mueller completes his Russia probe. Yeah. Bolton called the investigation a witch hunt. Well, of course he did. Yep. I, wonder, I wonder how pissed Trump was that Bolton made him do that. He's such a child that he'll lash out at some point at being forced to give up this meeting with Putin. Yeah. You know he will. Well, that was the deal. You call it a witch hunt, and yeah. I'll, I'll and we'll just postpone. We'll just get, we'll push things. this off, because, yeah. yeah, exactly. And my question in all this is, what if you have a witch hunt, and you catch a lot of witches? <laughs> is that still a witch hunt? <laughs> Good point. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Meanwhile, the White House edited the video and written transcript of Trump's summit with Putin in Helsinki. They edited out Reuters reporter Jeff Mason's question about whether Putin wanted Trump to win the U.S. election. The question was, did you instruct your operatives to help to assist Donald Trump? Yep. And he said, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yep. What else do we need to know? The effort of Freedom Caucus House conservatives to impeach the deputy attorney general Rod Rosenstein went nowhere. Yeah. This is a good sign. They got 11 Republicans to sign off on this. That's the sign that this... It's weak. The ship is sinking yeah. for Trump. Only Nobody 11. wants to be on board. Yeah. House Speaker Paul Ryan and other GOP leaders made clear they would not schedule a vote. Attorney General Jeff Bo Sessions hailed Rosenstein. So the Freedom Caucus said it would try to hold Rosenstein in contempt. 
That's what they're going to do instead with 11 votes. This comes as Trump once again reversed his position on whether Russia interference in the 2016 election existed. And he said, it's all a big hoax. At some point, when do we start running clips of Humphrey Bogart from the Kane mutiny where he's got the ball bearings and he's rolling around and he's completely crazy because he's the subject of this investigation, which he's guilty of, and he's completely mad. Doesn't Trump look guilty? I mean, am I, am yeah. I crazy? No, Doesn't he look like an incredibly guilty man desperately? Every day, yeah. Yeah, and then he goes out and talks to his base and gets himself all wired up, but he still looks incredibly guilty. <laughs> yeah, no, he does. It's like he's going to his mom when he's going to his base saying, <laughs> I didn't do it, Mom. I really didn't do it. <laughs> Meanwhile, the uh, soccer ball Putin gave Trump has an Adidas transmitter chip in it. You remember the soccer ball? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ball has near-field communication, which allows players to access information in games online after connecting. So it has something going on there with Wi-Fi. It cannot be modified and can send information, not receive it. That's what <laughs> they were saying, as if that's okay now, because it can send information. Isn't that exactly... <laughs> What you wanted to do? Not that I'm suspecting anything about it. I think Putin probably wasn't even aware. Or if he was, it was just an inside joke. I, yeah, I was going to say exactly that. Yeah. I could see a bunch of Russian officials just laughing their ass off. I'll yeah. tell you what we do. Well, you want to make the Americans a lot more paranoid? Let's send them a, a wired-up soccer ball. Yeah. Trump threatened to uh, strip. Say no, no, no. Trump threatened to strip a half dozen former national security officials of their security clearances. Press Secretary Sarah Aunt Lydia Sanders said, not only is the president looking to take away Brennan's security clearance, he's also looking into the clearances of Comey, Clapper, Hayden, Rice, and McCabe. But neither Comey or McCabe still have security clearances, so I don't know what she's talking about. High-ranking military and national security officials often hold their security clearances so they can get jobs yeah. after they've left the government. Right, right. I think that this is a good idea. I think they should lose their security clearances, but I just, I think everyone should. Yeah, this not, whole not idea of the revolving little... door thing, yeah. right? right, Where they make a lot of money. They do make a lot of money yeah. off this. I mean, a lot of money. You're either a public servant or you're not. Yeah, right? You don't have access. To, well, if you quit IBM right. and go to Apple, you don't have access to what IBM's doing. If you do, you have somebody on the inside. On one hand, they're a reservoir of institutional knowledge, and that's helpful. I'm fine with them being advisors and all that stuff, but there is a problem with this revolving door. I just don't like Trump cherry-picking who he oh, wants. Well, that's obviously yeah. a political vendetta. Trump announced up to $12 billion in emergency relief for farmers whose sales have been hurt by Trump's trade war. The Trump Agriculture Department said it would use an existing program to provide billions of your tax dollars to bail out farmers and ranchers as a short-term solution. <laughs> Meanwhile, at a press conference, Trump said he's reached the deal to halt the trade war with the European Union. Trump had few details. He made his agreement with European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker, who claimed the EU would buy more U.S. soybeans and would work to reverse tariffs that Trump put in place on imports of European steel and aluminum. Right. Trump's announcement came after the White House banned CNN correspondent Caitlin Collins from the presser. Collins says she was summoned to the office of Bill Shine. Bill Shine is Sean Hannity's former producer who was around when all the sexual harassment was going on had to leave yeah. and he's now yeah, running White the House. White House communication. 
Collins says Shine accused her of shouting. Did you hear it? She wasn't shouting. Oh, I didn't hear Everybody it, but... was shouting. It's a presser. <laughs> yes. Everybody's trying to yell their question at the president. There was nobody in that room who was not shouting. Yeah, but he course. picks out, of course, the woman in the room who was shouting. And she was asking inappropriate questions, which she wasn't. She just asked questions that the president was not prepared to answer, like, what about Michael Cohen, what he's saying? How does that affect you? How do you feel about that? And why didn't Putin answer your invitation? The White House Correspondents Association strongly condemned the exclusion of Collins as inappropriate, wrongheaded, and weak. Even Fox News said, we stand in strong solidarity with CNN. Yeah. This is Fox News yeah. for the right to full access for our journalists as part of a free and unfettered press. The incident came just one day after Trump went Orwellian at a Veterans of Foreign Wars convention in Kansas City. Yeah. Don't believe the crap you see from these people. The fake news. Just remember what you're seeing and what you're reading is not happening. <laughs> Who are you going to believe, me or your lying eyes? <laughs> Last night, the big announcement, Cohen saying that Trump was aware of the meeting and before and after, Donald Jr. called him after it and all that kind of stuff. I turned over to Sean Hannity, watch his show. Yeah. The lead on Sean Hannity's, it was an interview with Roseanne Barr. It was quiet as a church over at Fox News. They're not reporting the news. It's a propaganda station. I know. That's it all is it is. pretty funny. Trump's former foreign policy advisor, Carter Shiteface Grin Page, yes. denied working as a Russian spy after the FBI released more than 400 pages from an uh, application for a foreign surveillance warrant alleging he was targeted for recruitment by the Russian government. The FBI said it... This is them speaking. Believes that Page has been collaborating and conspiring with the Russian government. There is a probable cause that such activities involve or are about to involve violations of the criminal statutes of the United States. Page hasn't been charged with a crime. I'm not a fan of the FBI by any means. Right. But the FBI has all this crap on Carter somebody Page, yeah. who they would generally defend. They would generally defend. Republican conservative administrations. Right. Their political disposition is that. And there's yeah. a long history of that. Yeah. And yet they're afraid right. of this Republican administration. A year and a half ago, I heard credible reports about the FBI eavesdropping on two Russian secret agents. And they were discussing Carter Page by name. And they were calling him on the tape a useful idiot. Yeah. In a disgusting display of bipartisanship, yeah. the U.S. House passed 359 to 54, the largest military spending budget in the history of the United States, $717 billion for the National Defense Authorization Act, including $70 billion for ongoing wars, and an additional $22 billion for nuclear weapons that we yeah. don't need. If we talk about free college education right. for everyone... Right. No, it's too much money. Yeah, if can't we, do it. If we talk ah. about giving people health insurance, right. a right to health insurance, right. that's too much money. Yep. But if you talk about arming the world, that's right. A federal judge ruled that a lawsuit 
charging Trump with violating an anti-corruption provision of the U.S. Constitution can proceed. The lawsuit contends Trump violated the Constitution's emoluments clause by receiving payments from foreign governments. <laughs> Meanwhile, Trump's daughter and senior White House advisor Ivanka is shutting down her Ivanka brand. What? What? Could it be the conflicts of interest and what? the work conditions in her company's factories? A Guardian investigation revealed workplace abuse, grueling production targets, and deplorably low pay at a factory that makes Ivanka. And the sales are just dropping off the charts. Good. The Department of Homeland Security revealed that Russian hackers were able to penetrate the control rooms of hundreds of U.S. utilities last year as part of a campaign against power company vendors. They've got to the point where they could have thrown switches, said Department of Homeland Security Chief Analyst Jonathan Homer. At least 900 children forcibly separated from their parents at the U.S.-Mexico border have yet to be reunited as the Republican administration went past a deadline for family reunification set up by a federal judge. Georgia Secretary of State Brian Kemp won the Republican gubernatorial primary. Wow. Kemp, who's backed by Trump, will now face Democratic progressive Stacey Adams. This will be a wild contest. She's vying to be the first African-American governor in the Deep South since Reconstruction. Yeah. African-American activist Lucy McBath won her congressional primary race to represent Atlanta's northern suburbs. Her son, Jordan Davis, was shot and killed in 2012 by a white man who shot into a car of black teenagers because they were playing loud music. Oh, this is... Oh, okay. She ran on a platform of tighter gun control. All right, good. And a shout-out to Lucy McBath. Yes, there you go. Thank you, Mayor. Jason Spencer, the Georgia Republican Congress member who was fooled into reportedly yelling a racial epithet on comedian Sasha Barra Cohen's television series, said he intends to resign effective July 31st. It was the first real-world consequence of Cohen's Showtime series, Who is America? Meanwhile, the bones of 95 African-American forced laborers were exhumed in Texas during the construction of a school. The Trump administration will seek to revoke California's authority to regulate automobile greenhouse gas emissions, including its mandate for electric cars, setting up a high-stakes battle over California's unique ability to combat air pollution. It also put the brakes on federal rules to boost fuel efficiency. Yeah, it's terrible. In New York City, the new owner of the New York Daily News, Tronk, says it will fire half the staff of the longtime newspaper. They changed their name, but... Tronk is more appropriate. It is more They're appropriate. a mess. Yeah. In the 1980s, the New York Daily News employed 400 journalists, now 45. Tronk is also the publisher of the Chicago Tribune, the Baltimore Sun, the Hartford Courant, and just sold the L.A. Times. God. In Pinellas County, Florida, police say they will not charge a man captured in surveillance footage fatally shooting another man during a dispute over a parking space They won't charge him because of Florida's stand-your-ground law. (laughs) Facebook had the largest value drop in Wall Street history, $100 billion. The reason? Privacy concerns and a multi-agency federal investigation into Facebook's handling of a recent scandal that exposed the information of 87 million people. And finally... Wildlife officials in Arizona said toads are being stolen from a conservation area 
The thieves are believed to be planning to lick the toads to get high. <laughs> you can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now. <laughs> <laughs>